any red-blooded flag-feeding American would love the M320. Celebrate the independence of your nation by blowing up a small part of it. Sure. How do we start these? I think we start in the same way. Ow! Welcome to the Arms Race of the podcast where we try and determine which action star okay. has the highest body count in movie history. Currently, we're watching each and every Sylvester Stallone movie. I'm Mike Olson. And I'm Kevin Keane. And today we'll be discussing our okay. recap for the I, second I, I, season. I get it. That's the like first time I've probably gotten through it without <laughs> messing up in like the last six episodes. I think we should just, let's just use that. We're already started. I'm just going to start with you doing that. Oh, <laughs> man. Let's recap the scene. I just see you introduce yourself. You introduce unfollow, me. unfollow, unfollow no. us on Twitter. People like authenticity. People like when things have rough edges. All right. Well, all right. You're too much of a perfectionist. I, I, we're already on the podcast. We already. <laughs> that's the perfect way to start. So, all right. So you, uh, I'm going to let you pick which category we're going to discuss first. We're going to keep it. The, we tried to keep the same structure that we did for the recap in season one. So we've got the same categories. Well, are we just going to start with the re- the categories, or are we going to talk about? Oh, the, the season overall? The season as a whole. I All mean. right, well, let's let's do that first. That's fair. So yeah. I'll tell you, this thing was was wobbling there in the middle of this season, as I recall, and uh, it really swooped back in at the end. I felt like, I felt really good those last three episodes, but there was a run there where I'm like, I, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Yeah. Because I'm looking at the list, so it really started with Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. That was the beginning of The Dark Times. Yeah, but I... I chose that not knowing how dark it would get because I don't even know if that was the darkest moment. Oh, it's definitely not. But it was the beginning of the 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 slide because after that it was Rocky Three, which is a good movie, but it's my it's one of my least excuse me one of my least favorite Rockies. Which I surprisingly liked that a lot more than I think I thought I did. Yeah, and I think maybe more than you thought I would. Yeah, I think that's fair, and I like it more and more as time goes on. But um, yeah, after that was Assassins. That was that was just a disappointment. Both of us had high hopes for that one. I don't know if I had high hopes, but really? I, I I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. I, I didn't really know. Or no, wait, I, that's that's one I had seen. Yeah, and, and it was Richard Donner. I don't know. I, I remembered that being better than it was. Okay. So I, I think I remembered that being bad. That's, mm-hmm. I don't even remember anymore. Cause like that, yeah, because I'd never seen, I'd never seen uh, uh, the Specialist. One, yeah, I'd never seen The Specialist. I still have not seen the one in the tunnel. What's the one? Daylight. Goes, Daylight. I've never seen Daylight either. Okay. So that'll be fun when we get there. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Assassins is the one I had seen, and that's yeah. I I, I didn't expect very good things. But the the bigger disappointment for me was Nighthawks, which I know people like, but I don't know if either one of us, neither one of us, really liked it. And um, I didn't know anything going into it, so I didn't have the same expectation that I think you did. Yeah, I was pretty disappointed. I thought it had a chance to be a pleasant, a really surprise. cool, like yeah. gritty, like early '80s cop movie. It was just kind of bland. Yeah, and then Lords of Flatbush, which is a mixed bag, but uh, I, I, I enjoyed it, but it's a, it's a rough movie to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Zookeeper. So I actually, like, looking through these, none of these are like it was, was absolute there? bottom of the barrel. I mean, there's, there was near the beginning of the season was Escape Plan 2. That's what we had Escape Plan 2. We had Stop or My Mom or Shoot, and I thought there was another real pooch in there. Well, you didn't like Lockup. Oh yeah, I didn't like yeah that. Okay, yes. So I mean, I think we both had different lows, but we both had a lot of lows. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if there's any real like trends here. Looking through these, I mean, obviously we try to hit 
We split up his, his filmography into categories. We try to hit one from each every season. So. This season, was they were all over the place. I don't think there were any trends in it. Yeah, because like, the comedy from the season was Stop Our Man, Man Will Shoot. And I was expecting that to be the absolute bottom of the barrel. And we'll get to the rankings, but yeah, it's not. that's not my least favorite from oh, this no. season. No. <laughs> I guess maybe we should just get to the categories then, because you're right. I, what is there to talk There's not. I'm not really seeing any little trends other than just... It's been a rough season for a lot of reasons. I think some some of the reasons why this has been a rough season for us have nothing to do with the podcast, at least for me. So, like, you know, it's been a grueling season. Let me put it that way. Yeah. These seasons are a lot longer now than they were when we were doing Arnold. So. Absolutely. All right. So you ready for the categories? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's rank. Let's pick our favorites or best or worst from these categories. You want to start? Just All right. I'll fire up first. Let's, uh, I think, did we save movie for last? last yeah. Let's last save movie time. for last. I've got a top and a bottom three for movie. I also oh, did that. I did that for song also. God, but you uh, always do more than me on this, and I always feel bad. Yeah, it's, I, right. I didn't. You know, best and worst is fine. I want to start on a high note, so I want to start with one that I had the hardest time. Sort of, you like you just said that you've got multiple for a few of these. So I'm going to say, let's go with villain, best and worst villain. Okay. I had a real tough time with best villain, so I'm going to let you lead off. Really? Yes, I did. See, I thought you would have a very easy time with best villain. No. Well, I, I guess it's a question of a definition of villain. I had so, for, at least for me, I had a lot to choose from. Oh, I see. That's what I'm saying. There were a lot that I'm like, oh, I, really, oh. I, I like that one. I like, this was the only category I was having a tough time making my choice. Interesting, because I didn't think, I didn't have that problem. I went with Ivan Drago. Oh, all right. So Ivan Drago was in my team photo. Is it Ivan? I, I guess, am I saying it incorrectly? Or no, it's, he, prob- it's probably Ivan Drago. Okay. Uh, I went, you always say Ivan, and I'm, every time you do it, I, went, I, I wonder if I'm saying it wrong. I went with... He's not acknowledged. No, I'm not, because I want to go with who I went with. <laughs> I went with Yves Perret from Tango and Cash. I couldn't get past Jack Palance. Yeah, I guess I forgot. Tango it was and Cash, Cash, and Tango. It was so long ago now. It's got that stupid little, those rats. There was just so much I loved about that character. <sighs> You're right. I'm, I'm, considering, I'm considering changing my vote, because I, he, and the thing Jack is, Palance is great. I still had other ones in the team photo. I really enjoyed Antonio Banderas' performance as Miguel Bain. It, it, I didn't like Assassins, but I really liked Miguel Bain. Yeah, he's and, okay. And I liked uh, Warden Drumgool. The one thing I liked about Lockup is I really liked Donald yeah. Sutherland as the villain. Donald Sutherland's good in that movie. So I, I agree. I, I, there, were, there were a lot of good villains, but I, I went with Jack Palance. Yeah, I mean, Jack Palance is over the top in a way that is enjoyable. So great. I think Donald Sutherland is maybe, when he goes over the top of that movie, it doesn't I'm work. It's too to... much. <laughs> wow. That's, that's like not that? quite how it was, but yeah, I, I liked that, that uh, take on it. I don't, he wasn't, it, it wasn't quite that sing-songy. I mean, it, it was, was sing-songy, but close. you repaid your debt to the States, not to me, but you're going to. Yeah. <laughs> You went a little higher. I guess that is pretty much what it is. Uh, <laughs> that's a little too much, though, for that movie. That's supposed to be a pretty realistic movie, and sometimes right. Donald Sutherland's veering into Cartoon. you know, a cartoonish villain, whereas obviously Jack Palance is intended to be that and is that and is doing a great job. 100%. Yeah, the rats. You know, I, I'm, I'm starting to regret Ivan Drago. No, that's all right. That's all right. I mean, I, I guess there's also uh, Clubber Lang. But because he's he's more a villain than even Drago he, is, he is. But the thing is, I I, I don't really like Mister. I, I, I like Mister T, but not in that movie. Uh, the thing is, is that he, it didn't feel like he was like in the movie enough. That, yeah, that's the reason. I, I I I don't dislike him, but that he wasn't in. I had a hard time. I had four that I wanted to choose from. 
All right. Um, Clubber Lang was not on it. I'm disappointed that I didn't go with Jack Palance. I, I did right. think about him, but I, you running through all that stuff with the rats, like, yeah, I forgot oh. how good he is. Absolutely. All right, who's your least favorite villain? Uh, I'm going to go with two of them from the same movie, Escape Plan 2, Hades, Jasper Kimbrell, and I forgot this, the zookeeper. So we've got two zookeepers in this season. Oh, yeah. If you want one theme for the season, it's the zookeeper theme. I tried to trick you into thinking I was going to pick zookeeper, remember? Because I said, That's oh, right. there's a zookeeper. That's right. That's what we should do I next. I forgot about it. Uh, it we was, ended up doing it anyway. The the algorithm, everything about Escape Plan 2, there's nothing that really works, including the villain. Yep. I went with Kimbrel also as my least favorite villain, although I considered Parnell, his name I had to look up, from Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Oh, I considered that too, but you know what? I think I was too lazy to look up what his name was. <laughs> yeah, I looked it up. And to me, it was like, uh, Escape Plan 2 was much worse than Stop or My Mom Will Shoot, so. I don't know about much worse. They're both bad movies, but it's worse. I agree. It's worse. It's worse. All right. Uh, all right. All right, so I went with Villain. What's your category you want to go with? Uh, you want to do Best and Worst Stallone Performance? Uh, yeah, let's go. All right. Uh, best let's, alone performance. Let's start with worst so that we can build to best so we're not focusing on negatives at the end. All right. That's fair. Worst alone performance was a pretty easy one for me. Joe Bomowski. Stop or my mom will shoot. I he hope. can't do comedy. Yeah. Stop or my mom will shoot is his worst performance possibly ever. I, we'll find out when we get to the end of this, this whole that's, journey. Ooh, that's a good question. It's so bad. He's really mugging, and he, it's so broad. Yeah. And the whole, the whole performance is just like, Ma, you washed my gun? Uh, it's just, he's kind of shouty in a way that he, yeah. he never does for any other character. No, you're, I, I mean, we haven't, we've only watched half, so it's hard for me to say, but it's, it's going to be in the running for worst yeah, of all. Definitely. The it, whole, whole it's performance. Probably, it's probably worse than Rhinestone. The As a performance, yes. I guess it, it depends on whether you consider, like, vocal performance. <laughs> If you consider vocal performance, like performance as like a general term for that, that song he does is so bad. Which song? Right, he does so. several songs. The the one that he first does when they go to t- into Tennessee. Oh, Drinkenstein. Oh, Drinkenstein. That's the best one. So bad. Budweiser created a monster. They call him Frankenstein. Drinkenstein. Pardon me. <laughs> Frankenstein not does not drink alcoholic beverages. No. Drinkenstein, however. Not even Frankenstein from Death Race 2000 drinks Budweiser. Actually, that's true. He probably, uh, he probably, yeah, no, who knows? Maybe, maybe not. All right, well, let's right. let's go to the on the good side. What do you have for the best Stallone performance in the season? Uh, I went with Lockup. Really? I really think he's good in Lockup. He is pretty good, but I, maybe I just had a, a tough time getting past how impressive it was for him to have a match. In his teeth while he's delivering lines, I went with uh, Stanley in Lords of Flatbush. Okay. He's good in Lords of Flatbush. I, I think he's the best. I mean, I didn't think that was a great movie. I thought he was elevating that movie and was one of the best parts of that movie. I think those are really the only two movies where he's actually giving a performance and not just kind of being a movie star, you know, oh, yeah. just being there and doing his action movie thing. Like the flat Robert Rath. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's not a good performance. Um, and, you know, even the Rocky movies, like Rocky is obviously his most iconic character. But in Rocky 3 and 4, those are the movies where he's just kind of, he's not doing much. He's just like, I'm here, I'm Rocky. Right, I'm going to have a fight. I don't want to say he's bad, but they're pretty flat. Yeah, by by the standards of Rocky performances. It's not even close. It's like a completely different character from Rocky 1 in yeah, performance. It, well, he's just not really giving it the same panache or whatever. Right. It's, it's just not as much character there. He's just playing it a little simpler it's fine for the you know, those movies are so different it's true but you know it's not like I, 
I think probably this is going to be the only season where no Rocky performance is going to be in consideration for best performance. He's not bad in three and four. It's just he's just nothing really to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Best and worst non Stallone performance. Uh, Performance by an actor who is not Sylvester Stallone. Oh crap! I didn't have that on my list. (laughs) I I I sent it to you. I texted it to you. Did you really? Yeah. All right. I'm going to be able to do this on the fly. So why don't you go first? Hold on. I'm going to check. Are you sure? I'm checking the record. This is the tougher one because there's a lot of people. There's a lot of actors to consider. Oh man, it is on the list. Yeah, I told you. Uh, All right. Should should we just skip it? No, 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 no. Hold on. Give me give me the list of movies. All right. The the list of movies: Tango and Cash, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Escape Plan 2, Lock Up, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot, Rocky 3, Assassins, Nighthawks, The Lords of Flatbush, Zookeeper, Rambo 2, Rocky 4. All right, I got it. So why don't you go first? All right, so... I think I have... I definitely have best performance. I don't know if I have worst yet. Okay. Well, I'll, we'll start with best this time then, right. so you can have, have some time. This is like when we're ordering at a restaurant. It's like, oh, I'll know by the time you get to me. Exactly. Start starting the other side of the table. Exactly. Uh, so I think you'll be surprised about my best and worst non-Stallone performances. They're both in the same movie. Ooh. That I'm definitely surprised at, because I don't think that would be the case for me. Best, Rosario Dawson, Zookeeper. Really? I love her in that movie. She, I she am, carries that movie on her back. You're just a Rosario Dawson fan. Well, there's that. Uh, it's I, not. I, it's, it's not a bad one. I'm. I am. I'm. That is probably the most shocking of of any of these that we'll do. I think in terms of a performance, if you took this actor or actress out of the movie, how much would the movie be impacted? I think she's the she's the best part by far of Zookeeper. She's the only thing keeping that movie from being totally atrocious into like relatively <sighs> watchable. We were both surprised at how much we enjoyed it. I I can't disagree. Not the only thing, I guess, because yeah. the animals were fun. Yeah. She's giving the best human performance. I will give you that. Sure, yeah. Uh, so I, I definitely went a little different, and I went with a movie that I probably would not have selected for just about anything else. I actually went with Werner Herzog in uh, Nighthawks. I really did enjoy his performance. <laughs> Werner Herzog's not in Nighthawks. Wait a minute, who is it? Uh, Rutger Hauer. Rutger Hauer. <laughs> talking about, yeah, Rutger Hauer. I don't know why Werner we were because we were talking about Werner Herzog uh, in the last episode that right. was recorded less than an hour All ago. Right. Rutger Hauer. So Rutger Hauer is. Whatever. <laughs> you, you're such a perfectionist. Whatever. We make mistakes. <laughs> so there, there wasn't a lot to like from Nighthawks, but I think his performance was probably one of the best parts of that movie. He's a good actor. I'm not sure I think his performance is that great in that movie. I like your hat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, some, there's some good stuff in it. Well, it's near the upper end. I'm not sure I would say I really loved his performance. So you're going to say Estelle Getty and Stop or My Mom or Shoot was better? <laughs> no. Why would you say that? Why, why would I think that? I don't know. No, not even close. No, it's in the upper end. He's, he's good. But that movie, he's, so, he's kind of wasted in the movie is kind of the problem. Well, th- th- that, that probably is fair, but I still think with what he's working with, I think it's a good performance. Sure. Okay. All right. Do you know your worst yet? Uh, I do, but why don't you go first? Again, I said it's from the, same, from the movie. same movie, so I'm gonna I'm gonna guess you went with Ken Jeong. Ken Jeong, yeah, I'm not surprised by that. He's, he's one of my least favorite actors. But wouldn't you in say that no matter what movie he was in? Yes, he's one of my least favorite actors in the world, in the entire world. Is, is there anybody further down? I'm sure I really thought about it. Like maybe Pauly Shore or somebody. <laughs> you know, like there's there's people. Carrot Top. <laughs> that's the category I put him in. That is some really rough territory you're putting him in. I, I think it's justified. 
He he exists in on that level in my mind. Really? Yeah. Carrot top. That's that's how that's that's how unfunny I think he is. Ken Jeong. I've never once laughed at a thing at any per- performance he's ever done. I think that's I think that's being a little bit harsh. I mean, he's not going to listen to this. Well, that you might. know me. I, I'm, I'm not being negative for negative's sake. If I didn't actually believe this, I wouldn't be saying it. I'm not being mean just to be mean. This is how I feel. I do not like him in anything. <laughs> <laughs> Name me one movie where he, I would find him funny. <sighs> Doesn't exist. You know what? I don't feel good about this. I'm not. Hold pro- on. I'm not like you can, know. Can I? I'm sorry. As we're talking about this, I know you're going to say, how did I jump to this? I w- can I amend my best perform- non-Stallone performance? <laughs> Are you going to say Ken Jeong? No. Just to make me mad? No. Okay. What, yes, you can amend. You didn't have, you know, you're, you're doing this at the last minute. Thank so. you. Because I needed to really think about what we covered this season. Now I know what it is. It should have come to me immediately. Dave Batista, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. That makes sense as your pick. I thought about him, yeah. 100%. I, just, I, re- I didn't really think about it well enough. Absolutely. I, don't ask me either how I got from Ken Jeong to Dave Batista. Okay. But 100%. Well, comic relief. One he, is excellent comic relief, and one is yeah, atrocious I, comic relief. And maybe that is how I connected it is comic relief. Dra- his performance as Drax is easily my favorite part of that movie, and it's not even c- close. Yeah. That in, in two in particular, in Guardians 2. Yeah. I mean, you see it a little bit in one, but not nearly as much as in Guardians 2. Yeah. Or even in, like, the Avenger movie. Well, there's just so many moving pieces that nobody has enough screen time for you ever really see what's going on. I guess he does have that moment in Avengers Infinity War where he's like, I, I'm moving so slowly, I'm invisible to the eye. <laughs> That's pretty funny, I guess. Is that in Avengers? Yeah, it's in Avengers. <laughs> That's like the one moment of comedy that he gets. That actually is a great one. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. So yeah, and it's that's a good pick. All right, so Ken Jeong, huh? Yeah. All right. I'm, if you don't have a least favorite, that's fine. We can, you know. No, I've I've got one. I just I'm I can't believe that you've got it both from the zookeeper as I think maybe the the biggest surprise. I said it was shocking. It's probably the only time the the only place to give zookeeper any well, props. So I mean, because I here's, I'd the, do it here's the thing, because mine's going to come from the zookeeper. Is it's not the zookeeper. It's from zookeeper. <laughs> You're so mad. It's such a tiny mistake. Whatever. <laughs> this is like a, I'm watching an avalanche form over there. It does seem like it. So mine is from Zookeeper as well, but it is not going to be a human performance. Okay. It is coming from one of the voice performances. It's not who you probably think it is either. It is not Adam Sandler, as bad as that performance was. I'm going with Maya Rudolph. She's the not, worst. Yeah, she is not in it a ton, but her choices I did not enjoy at all. Yeah. I think. I get that. I mean, you know what? You can probably even just say silly voices. If you want to combine the two, fine. You can combine the two. But the choice to do silly, stupid voices, there was no reason with the tone of the rest of the movie. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, it didn't seem like there was really like a, a guiding hand about like what is the tone of, you know. It, it seemed like all those actors went into the recording booth one by one. And nobody gave As him any guidance. As you said on that episode, you're like, oh, I'm pretty sure Stallone went in and he did his stuff in like 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. That's a day at most. More than a feeling. Well, let's get to that if you're, since, since you let's, brought it up. Let's segue right into song music. Best and worst. Uh, well, song is the the idea, I think. If it was best music, I would be picking the Rocky Four soundtrack, the Vince DiCola soundtrack. All right. But well, I, I was sticking to songs. I mostly stuck to song, except for on worst, because I didn't. Well, huh. we'll get there. So okay. you want to go worst first? 
Yeah, I, I did three because I have a hard time narrowing down song. All right, well, let, just, me, let me get mine out first. All right, then. go for it. Mine is just every song, look anyone up in Lords of Flatbush. They're all terrible. Yep, that's on my list. Okay. I, I picked one in particular. So my third worst was more than a feeling in Zookeeper. <laughs> in part, I picked it to represent all of the really cliched 70s rock songs that permeate that movie. It's just, But then they had Stallone sing it at the end in a really awkward way. Because you should have learned from Rhinestone, do not have him sing. <laughs> it's in the credits. It's not even in the body of the movie. So like, it's excusable, but why is this happening? Why is the end of the movie have all the, the animals singing more than the feeling? I have, there's no reason for it. Because it's by Boston. That's why. <laughs> Right, because the movie said in Boston. Yeah. Um, it'd be one thing if it was like a running thing where like, oh, the animals sing, like they had like right. musical, then then it might make sense. Like, let's, let's sing more than a feeling. One, two, three. But no, at no point in time are there musical numbers at all. <laughs> There's no reason for it. Uh, okay, my second worst is A Very Fine Day, I picked from Lords of Flatbush, which is oh, the, okay. the, the, I credit, didn't know, the opening credits song. All right, I didn't know any of the titles of any of them. It's, but. It, it's the one that is the most like... 50s... No, I was going to say like 70s folk. Like oh. They did a terrible job of making it sound like the 50s. That's right. That's right. It's the one that's like, hey, hey, what do you say? Remember yes. that? Looks like it's going to be. It's just like, it's not like a children's record or something. It's yes. terrible. Uh, and then my least favorite uh, song is Peace in Our Life from Rambo colon First Blood Part 2 by Frank Stallone. I should have had that one on. Frank Stallone, everybody. Yeah, I got to hit the thing. <laughs> We already said his name. You guessed it, Frank Stallone. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a bad song. It's it's so. Is it uh, worse it, than it's, the? It, you might say it's incongruous. <laughs> Someone, Zing. our mutual friend, was giving me a hard time for. Yeah, he, he had like. The, remember, when he was we, correct. I said that for some reason. That was like the word of the day in my head for the, the Rambo two episode. It, it, you know what it reminded me because he just kept zinging on. You know, I haven't listened to that episode yet. Was it reminded me of when we first started out? You were going to have a bell for every body count. That's what it reminded oh, that me. That lasted like two minutes. <laughs> yes, but we you didn't even remember, make it through right? one episode. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So that's what it reminded me that he had a bell for incongruous. All uh, right. So uh, best song then. Uh, yeah, I also have three. Do you want to go first again? Or yeah, I'll I go first. Right. Uh, it's the one that to me is uh, the most memorable and the most iconic. I went with Eye of the Tiger. Okay. I mean, it is iconic and it is memorable. There's no doubt about that. I just don't like it as a song. I can understand that. I just think it's, and it's just so played out at this point. That's, that's the tough thing. It's a, it, it, I wish I could, go, I could go back in time and watch Rocky Three when that song was not a complete cliche, when it was actually fresh and exciting. I'm sure I would have a totally different opinion of it but i still i don't know it still kind of pumps me up a little bit i kind of like it oh it's not bad it, it works it does the job for pumping you up i agree it's why they play it at like sporting events all right. the time but you know having lived all these years you know 35 years after rocky three and like i don't think i've ever been to a basketball game that didn't play it at some point or you know most football it's like you know any sporting event in, the, in america it's like they're gonna play it over the loudspeakers probably yeah not baseball that'd be a little weird even baseball, probably like when batters come up, I'll bet yeah. somebody uses by the tiger for maybe, but they make the they make their own selections, so that's that's less likely. Yeah. But yeah, I the tiger it, it works for the movie, but it clearly didn't make your top three. It so what are your top, top three? So my third favorite was Vehicle by Ides of March from uh, really <laughs> yeah from uh, oh. Lock Up. I don't like that montage where they rebuild the car. But it's a good song. I like Neither that song. Do I. That's another reason I really don't like that movie. No, that that's that whole sequence was not good. 
But I, third I, base was the worst. Actually, you know what? I should have put third base as worst performance. It was first base, but uh, oh, was it first base? All right, whatever. You made another mistake. Ha ha. <laughs> People need to know you're you. You are like you're so stewing over there. All right. I'm sorry to needle you about it, but at this point, like, it's just. <laughs> what is your second favorite song? This is just so one sided. I'm having a blast, and you're so angry. <laughs> My second favorite song is uh, what was oh Wham Bam Shangalang by Silver oh, from yeah. that that is great Guardians of the Galaxy. 2. Oh man, I have a feeling I know what your first one's going to be. What's my first? Is one it from the same movie? It is not. Oh, all right, never mind. It is Hearts on Fire from Rocky Four. I didn't write down who that's by, but that montage I think is unbelievable. The, you know, it ends with him running up the mountain uh, with no climbing gear. He doesn't need it. He can needs Rocky. He can defeat the Soviet Union and climb a mountain all in the same week. <laughs> think about that statement for a minute. It's not that steep a mountain. We we covered this, I think, on Rocky Four, unless we lost that part of the episode. Un- unclear, but we talked about it. It's not that steep of a mountain. He could do it. All right. Should we just come back and record the rest of this at a later date? No, we should. You not. are just not. In I, it. I'm gonna pick up the pace here we, we're gonna end this on a high note okay fine all right so i want to go to best and worst character name this is just the appropriate way to end the season by the way <laughs> just like just wrap up i don't know best or worst silly character name let's go all right worst this, this, we need to explain this a little bit because we've we've talked in the past about how especially when sylvester stallone is writing the screenplays he uses very silly character names we didn't get a lot of stallone written movies this season no. Just, just the Rockies and Rambo. Did he have a writing credit on Assassins, too? Um, I don't think so. Oh, all right. That was the Wachowski. Two brothers. That's right. That's right. All right. So I'll start on the worst. Uh, actually, this is the reason I probably asked that question, because mine came from Assassins. I said Robert Rath, and really all of the name <laughs> main character names in Assassins. I have all the names in Assassins, <laughs> but in particular, I want to I single out Ketchum. His wrath has to catch him. I forgot that's the guy at the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah, he kills, he kills catch him in a swamp. Yeah, catch him. Robert Rath, Miguel Bane, Electra. Yeah, Electra, that's right. I forgot about Electra. They're all she does electronics. so on the nose. <laughs> yeah. And just insulting, really. Yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of like, I mean, it was their first screenplay, so it was just like, I don't know, catch him, Electra. Uh, yeah. All yeah. right, best character name. Best character name. I have Thunderlips, the ultimate male. That's <sighs> the best. Hulk Hogan is the best in Rocky Three. It's my favorite part of the movie. I went with both just Rocky Three in general, because I actually really like Clubber Lang as a name as well. But sure. with Thunderlips, it it it's hands down. The the all the names in, in Rocky Rocky Three. The new names, right? Because everybody else you already know in Rocky yeah, Three. It's really just those two. Yeah. I don't think there's any new new characters at all other than no. Thunderlips and uh, Clubber Lang. We never get Clubber Lang's like trainers' names or anything like that. No, but, but Thunderlips can't be beat in, in every way, shape, or form. Thunderlips can't be beat. He should have wrestled us Thunderlips. I'll say it again. You Hulk Hogan, spot on. I I, I want to go back in time. Don't, I don't care that he was the biggest wrestler in the world. He would have been even bigger as Thunderlips. As Thunderlips. Do you think that's really true? No, absolutely not. <laughs> But, but he had to tear the shirt, take your vitamins, all that stuff. Right? I, even even as a kid, I probably would have. As I, I didn't love Thunder. Uh, I didn't love Hulk Hogan as a kid. Neither did I. Even Thunderlips, I'm sure, would have been less. But you know, now my, now knowing how fake wrestling is, I want it to be theatrical. And Thunderlips is the most Ooh. theatrical. Got my way, worms. 
That's a good question. Would Thunderlips be more theatrical than any other wrestlers of kind of our era of wrestling? I mean, there was a lot of pretty theatrical people. I don't know. When you say theatrical, I can mean all sorts of things. Yeah. Like Macho Man was probably. That's what I'm going to say is Macho Man Randy Savage was probably the most theatrical. Yeah. I don't know. A Million Dollar Man. And like, they were all they were all like that. I guess. But uh, I just enjoy the character of Thunderlips. I do too. All right. So we've we've got we're down to now kill and movie. Okay, let's do kill. All right. Uh you want to do worst first? Yeah, let's do worst first. Uh I have the Nighthawks ending. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what I, Wolfgar. Yeah, the death of Wolfgar. Stallone For so and, many reasons. Stallone and dragged disguised as his girlfriend and or his ex-wife or whatever. His, it is. his ex-wife and he's murdering this guy in her house. In her house. It's it's just an anticlimax. Big time. Like uh Especially considering, like, there's this whole what you think is the climax on this uh, the bus. suspended uh, the bus. There's a suspended car and yeah. then the bus, and then just ends in like a hallway. He's disguised. I got you. I was, it was me the whole time. I was disguised as my ex-wife. Terrible way to end that movie. I agree 100. percent That was the worst kill. And okay. What I I have to admit or guess both of these are going to be unanimous. Is there even anything else in the running? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, honestly, there might not be anything else in the... We may as well just give this the entire podcast. Like, I don't know if there'll ever be one that's better for any action for, star. For best kill? Yes. Yeah. It's one of the... It, it might be the greatest kill in the history of action movies. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's, it's Rambo blowing up yes. the Vietnamese officer with an explosive arrow. For whatever reason, is just mano y mano, which I know we discussed on that episode. I love that fact of how this guy somehow is foolish enough to be mano y mano with Rambo, and then Rambo uses an explosive arrow to kill the guy. Yeah. It, it, it makes no sense at all, and that's why it's great. Absolutely. Like, nothing makes sense. No. My comments of, like, I don't think that's a real thing, that arrow, you know, in, in my own understated way. <laughs> I think that that said it all, you know, it did no, nothing in this, that scene is anything remotely real. All right. So the worst movie that we covered in this season, I think this one was easy as well. I, I did three, but I, I don't have to do that. It's, it's no, that's fine. fine. Uh, well, my bottom three, my, my third worst I've, was, was assassins. Really? Yeah. I didn't like assassins. Uh, then stop or my mom will shoot. Oh, see, I, I would have put, I think I would have put Lords of Flatbush ahead of assassins. No, I liked, I liked Lords of Flatbush. Yeah, I'm not sure why, but I okay. think it, I think it's a decent movie. I think Assassins is just boring. It's just a boring movie. Uh, yeah, stop my mom, shoot my second least favorite, and then Escape Plan Two is the worst movie we watched this season. Easily the worst movie. It may be the worst movie that we watch of his entire career. Oh, for sure so far. Oh, with, yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else. Could, uh, I mean, the only other uh, candidate is uh, Ratchet and Clank. I, I I more am offended by that movie's existence by the con, than by the contents of the story. Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Well, well, Escape Plan Two. It's like I'm happy that there's Escape Plan Two. I, I I want there to be an Escape Plan Two. Escape Plan was a good movie. Escape Plan Two, I think, is worse than Junior. Oh, you're, so you're saying total of all the, the so far episodes, including yeah. Arnold, uh, uh, that's tough. Junior's, Junior is so bad. That movie is really bad. It is, but there are no CGI babies in Escape Plan Two. <laughs> there are no. Uh, I don't know. I I I I have a hard time. Well, we'll have to think about it. What are we going to do that at the end of this? Is are we going to rank including? Or are we just going to do Stallones? We're we'll done with this whole thing. We'll probably just do Stallones. But I was just thinking out loud that Escape Plan Two was a really bad movie. Keen. I mean, it, 
it, it's a bad movie. It is. I'm not denying that. But Junior is also a very bad movie. I don't remember enough about Junior. It's so been so long. I mean, uh, you try and block that stuff out too. Arnold is in like a, a convent or whatever. What's that thing? Where do they go at the end? I guess it's not a convent. It's like a. It's like a. It's like for like wayward pregnant ladies or something, right? I like the fact. I I want to know. Yeah, that's not very. It's not similar to a convent. It's a very different thing. <laughs> All right, let's just let's get ourselves out of trouble here. Let's end on a high note. All right. The best movie that we covered in season two. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy, volume two. That's your best? Yeah. That's shocking. That's better than both the Rocky movies we watched this season? I think better so. Better yeah. than Rocky Four? In terms of, yeah, because I enjoy it more on an ironic level than you do. Really? I mean, it's a good movie. I don't know if there's much. I mean, I really like Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I guess it's just, you know, I'm just a big enough Rocky fan that nothing's oh, going to it's going to carry the day. I knew that. Yeah. Because Guardians is my third favorite, and then it's the Rocky 3 and Rocky 4. Yeah. I think overall I, in terms of, like, an actual... Because the thing is, is that what the Rocky movies for me is that it's, I don't know, it's a lot of a formula. It's a formula that works, and I'm not saying that it's bad, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Rocky 3 and 4 are the most formulaic of all the Rocky movies for sure. Yeah. Um, I get it. I, I could put Guardians 2 over Rocky 3, maybe. If maybe. I twisted your arm? Yeah. I mean, I, I I really like the ending of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I think it's it's that's, certainly more emotional for me than anything in Rocky the, 3. That's so the, I suppose I, should, I could put it above Rocky 3. That's the most shocking, is that the song um, for... Yeah, the Cat Stevens song. I can't believe that that wasn't on your list. Yeah, I thought about it. I don't. I wouldn't listen to that on its own, though. Okay. Like, I'm just judging the quality of the song. But, I mean, for the same reason, that I didn't have Eye of the Tiger on my list because yeah, it's like right. it, it is incredibly effective in the movie, and that Cat Stevens song is incredibly effective in the movie in Guardians too. But uh, I wouldn't listen to either song left to my own devices. Okay. Whereas the Rocky Four soundtrack, I listen to all the time. I just, think you said once a week, at least once or twice. But anyway, I, I, I'm saying Rocky Four is the best movie from the season. I don't. I don't fault you for it. I here's here's maybe how I should have done it. Is that what am I more likely to want to watch? It's Rocky Four. Okay. Well, there you go. But that doesn't necessarily I, there. There's enjoyable movies, and then there's you know best movie. And I don't. know. I think Guardians is probably a slightly better movie. But I understand where you're coming well, that's, from. Rocky Four. That's the difference. Is I genuinely think Rocky Four is great. Yeah, like, like no irony needed. Yeah, and see, I, I think I just enjoy that movie a little bit more on an ironic level. So yeah. that's all right. All right, so let's move on to the body count. That's why we're really here, right? And recap for uh, the entire season, and that's uh, that's your specialty. Yep. So let's uh, run down the movies we covered in season six. Uh, so, Rogues Gallery. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty hot and cold in general, but mostly cold. So uh, Tango and Cash we started with total body count of twenty three. Stallone had eight in that one. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. <laughs> I'm which, looking at it up on the screen. <laughs> uh, I'm going to admit I didn't actually do this count. What I did is I found a YouTube video that did it. Okay. Uh, JoeBlow.com had a video <laughs> saying like, oh, here's every... I will say that they're, the way they counted uh, was inconsistent with the way we have been counting, so I made some deductions. They had 211. They were counting like monsters and stuff. Oh, okay. It's like yeah. We definitely don't... We, we only count like sentient creatures. Yes. Like, aliens, sure, but if they can think and talk, but... Like creature, like the big monster at the beginning, they counted. It's like, no, no way. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. We wouldn't have ever counted that. So, anyway, total body count of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. It's too bad I have it up on the screen because I would have had you guess. 201. Did you get a breakdown of how many are Yondos? Uh, yes, I do. 
So you want because uh, Michael Rooker might be now in the running. Well, I'll, I'll, we'll get to that in a second because you're absolutely correct. <laughs> I'm going to save that. Okay. But uh, Sylvester Stallone had zero on the body count. He had a very small. Well, he's barely in the movie. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Escape Plan Two total body count of twenty two. Stallone had seven. Does that include us nearly committing suicide because we had to watch that movie? Well, we didn't actually. Yeah, that's so true. Out of the body count, near miss there. Um, and I, the farther we get from Escape Plan Two, it's a, it's a movie that is so bad that it kind of the the version of it in my brain I enjoy. It's better. Yeah, it's like yeah, there there are a lot of movies like that. What did we talk about? Uh, um, oh, uh, Red Sonja when we did uh, Arnold. I, it's I one w- of those where you think about it and it's like, oh yeah, that was a fun movie and then you watch it and it's just like, oh my god, this is unwatchable. <laughs> I, I'd still rather watch Red Sonja than Escape Plan oh, 2. I, I totally agree there. Yeah, I, I'm just saying it's a similar kind of experience where you forget how bad it is because you only remember the like the, hilarious, the, right, stupid the, stuff. The few parts that you did enjoy. Yes. Yeah, it's Escape Plan 2, very terrible. Okay, lock up. Total body count of three. Stallone had zero. He first. changed his mind at the last second. Yes, poor first base. Yeah, first base. I don't remember who the other two were. Oh, they were guards, probably, right? Yeah. They got electrocuted. The one guard got electrocuted. And then uh, Dallas. Yeah, and Dallas. Dallas he killed Dallas. himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, at one point we were like tracking the rare suicides. I decided to stop doing that. Probably a little too morbid. There's yes. another one later in the season. That's why I thought of it. All right, stop or my mom will shoot. Total body count of two. But uh, <laughs> One of the dumbest deaths of all time, too. That. <laughs> Look out this window. <laughs> The lawyer from Jurassic Park got everything he deserved. I will say, uh, not to spoil it, but uh, there were fewer z- total zeros than I would have thought. I mean, even stopping my mom will shoot, I would have thought, there's no body count. But yeah. actually, there were. There yeah. were but Stallone at zero. Too much for families to have Sylvester Stallone yeah, shooting absolutely. people. Um, also, he was just a totally incompetent cop, so <laughs> that's probably part of it. All right, Rocky three total body count of one. Zero for Stallone. It's Mickey. Yep. Uh, not killed by anybody, although you could argue he was scared to death by Clever Lang. <laughs> but yeah, that's just basically natural causes, another rare thing. Or at least health issues, general say, health issues. That, that would be interesting of how many we've had with health issues, natural causes. There can't be very many. There has to be very few. I wish, uh, I mean, we could probably get a breakdown when we're done with this whole thing. Because, uh, I mean, would, even, would Maggie have counted? I mean, you know, because that's a, a terminal illness, but it's not a terminal illness. I don't know if we would say those are natural causes. Yeah, I wouldn't call it natural causes because presumably a ghoul bit her right. in some way. And that's, the, you know, yeah. it's, it's not necessarily natural causes. Um, it's it's borderline. I mean, it depends on how you frame it. All right, next is Assassins. Total body count of 19. Sylvester Stallone, only one, right at the end. Just barely. Yeah. Uh, okay, Nighthawks. Total body count of 30. Most of that was uh, Rutger Hauer blowing stuff up. Uh, Sylvester Stallone had a, t- a body count of one. That's the very end. Once again, once right again. at the end. What, how many times has this happened? Because, I mean, there were a couple in season one, too, right? Oh, uh, first blood was an accident. Yes. So I guess it's only two. Those two just happen to be back to back, where he only kills one person right at the end. Yep. It seemed like there were more. Okay. Next is the Lord of Flatbush. This one has zero total on the body count. Yeah, that's correct. So obviously zero for Stallone. And next is Zookeeper, <laughs> which is the other one that had zero on the body count. For a family film, it would have been kind of a bummer. So not necessarily unexpected. Yeah, I could see. I could envision a version of Zookeeper where uh, Joe Rogan is eaten by the lion or something. Like, or Don, Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, that too. He would have been uh, beaten to death by the gorilla. Probably. Yeah, by uh, Nick Nolte. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's probably they're not going to go there. No. The Zookeeper, I would no. think. All right, next is Rambo First Blood Part 2. Total body count of 69. 
Rambo killed 58 in that movie. That is quite a percentage. It is quite a percentage. And uh, last is Rocky Four total body count of one. <sighs> Poor Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed, nothing for Stallone. So it's funny looking at this. Like Total for the season, not counting Rambo 2, 17. Yeah. So like not even two per movie. And then <laughs> Rambo 2, 58, <laughs> carrying the load and then some. 58 out of the 75 this season. Big time. So, yeah, it's more than uh, the last season. Season 5, Stallone only killed 36 people. So it seems like not much, but, you know, Rambo 2, it's, it's the only thing saving. Uh, and I, I, think, I think the first season of Stallone that we did is going to be the, the anomaly, because from this point forward, we're going to have a Rambo movie every season, and that's going to be a huge number. So Yeah, well, I mean, in Stallone, or season 1 had a Rambo movie, but not. Well, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. Yes. The, no. word, the word Rambo is not in the title, so that possibly, technically... Right. Fair enough. That's, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pretend that's what I A mean. Rambo movie, yes. yes. So, uh, okay, so t- total bodies, uh, we already covered in the last episode, so Stallone is 285, uh, and that's across uh, 20 movies now? I, just, I, no. I didn't write this stuff down, I just have a... More than that. Oh, you're right. Isn't it? 28. Thank you. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Because if it was 20, it would be way more than 10. Because his average is 10.17. Yep. Um, so he's still far behind Arnold's 14.76. But as we've talked about the last and I'm couple I'm pace episodes, for total, right? Yep. You double that and he'll have 570, which will put him above Arnold's uh, 536. Is that what it was? That's here somewhere. Uh, what did Arnold have? 546. All right. 546 is the magic number. Yep. And he's. He, I think. I think. I think Stallone's got the total bodies in the bag, and Arnold might have the average in the bag. So we might not have an interesting uh, competition here, but we'll see. Not between Stallone and Schwarzenegger, but you know maybe we'll continue on and we'll come up with somebody who we will have a competition. Sure, that's that's long term thinking right there. Hey, well, we're, we're halfway done. That's true. We are halfway done. Uh, so the other numbers: so total bodies, not just Stallone and Arnold, but total bodies. Sylvester Stallone's movies up to this point through, through those twenty-eight movies. 1,301, giving him an average total body count per movie of 46.46. And that's actually a lot closer to Arnold's uh, 50-point-something. Oh, wow. 50.57. So what you're saying is that in Arnold's movies, Arnold does the dirty work, but in Stallone's movies, everybody else does the dirty work. Yeah, kind of. I mean, you could see how that is where, you know, Rutger Hauer and, uh, you know... uh, Simon Phoenix. Yeah, exactly. Like, all the villains are, are... Carrying the weight. Um, yeah, I th- Stallone seems like he's pl- playing a lot more like characters who are going out of their way to kill people. Right. He, he's not playing Jack Slater yeah. types. I mean, really, that's what it is, right? You, you wouldn't think that, given Stallone's reputation. I mean, Rambo just... It, it's so large. It's really Rambo. It, that's it, what it is. Yeah, it looms so large that you, it, yeah. it skews your perception of yeah. uh, Stallone's movies. All right. Um, so let's move on. I, I've got uh, the top tens as of now. For total body count and for individual performance. Okay. Singles, single game records. All right. Say. So let's start with the movies. So some of these are, are overlap because the Expendables movies, obviously, they're both in. But you can kind of say they're Stallone movies. I, they're more, way more Stallone movies than they are. So, so, yeah, I, yeah, I think so. So the number one total body count movie so far we've covered is Expendables 2, 341. <laughs> then Expendables 3, 240. 
Guardians of the Galaxy 2 has moved into third with 201. <laughs> it's crazy that a Marvel Disney movie is yeah. in that discussion. But also, you, you watch that scene and go like, there's no movie that could ever compete with this. Expendables 2 at 341 on the body count. That's insane. <laughs> a lot of it is the bridge, but whatever. <laughs> I, that's true, but still. I don't think we fully appreciated how no, incredible that number is when we covered it. And how incredible Expendables 2 really is, by the way. I, it's I, good. I take a certain, I guess sense of enjoyment that that is the number one because of those movies it is by far and away my favorite oh, so, so I, I take a certain enjoyment that Expendables 2 is at the top of the heap I still think about when you and I went and saw that in the theaters every time I watch that movie I, I, I remember you just cackling along the opening sequence oh, to the point where people, <laughs> people were looking at us like why, why are they laughing what? nothing funny is happening it's like yes actually it is thank you I mean I know you and I kind of are aligned on this but I there have to be other people out there that think that way because that was absolute it's still I I can put myself right now remembering sitting in that theater the same way yeah. and seeing that battering ram it is still funny to me to this day it's a very strangely way before we started doing this podcast obviously yes. like it's a very vivid memory for me like a movie going <laughs> memory of you sitting next to me just laughing your ass off at expendable students the point where it was starting to make me laugh outstanding uh, okay and then single you know performance uh, individual actor performance in a single movie yes our top ten, Michael Rooker has shot to the top. So the question is, do we need do we need to consider him? Oh man, as a potential because he is number one right now in Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Out of those two hundred and one, he had one hundred and forty nine on the body count. <laughs> one hundred and forty nine out of two hundred one. I mean, really, the arrow carried the load. But he didn't. Really, but he he's he's controlling the arrow, right? Cause, yeah, it's a little indirect, so you could argue. We gave Stallone that bridge, so we've got to give Michael Ricker the arrow. <laughs> yes, I you do. Yeah. Uh, I would say I, I don't know his filmography that that well. I I got to imagine there isn't very much in there that's going to have anything close. He's been in a lot of movies. We'll, he, we'll see how he does in uh, Cliffhanger. I don't right. remember. I forgot he's in that. Yeah, we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Uh, I'll be interested to see if he's got a lot. He might be a, a sleeper. You know, he's been in a lot of movies, and consider like a guy like him who is a, more of a character actor who's oh, not the time. star of the movie. Yeah, a guy like that can make eight movies a year. That's and, like, true. The star of the movie who's, who was on set for three months and can only make you know two or three movies a year. I don't know. If most. We, I don't know if we if he really has that deep of a filmography. I don't know if we'd be able to make it through. I, I, you'd be surprised. I don't know. But um, I, I, I'm I'm half kidding. I don't know if I could. Do a podcast where we watch every Michael Rooker. I like Michael Rooker, but yeah, I'm, I'm it'd the be same a lot way. of strange stuff. I'm sure. Uh, like- I agree. I will also say, I I've got kind of the top two candidates in my head if if we move on. So I think we'll agree. I, I, we haven't talked about it at all. We haven't, but I have a, I have a feeling at this point. He's in the zeitgeist. Of course, that's that's who we're thinking. I, I think you in, in a year and a half. When, but that's how long it's going to take us. Probably a little more, even. It will, but I'm I'm just I'm telling you. I have a feeling that's where I. I have a feeling that's where we go. I did just watch the Bill and Ted movies recently, so uh, it's... I, yeah, oh, and uh, we're recording this. I know you don't care about video games. We're recording this on E3 week, weekend and uh, where, where they announce all the video games and show oh. all the video games. And he came out on the Microsoft stage and introduced something. Oh, he's in the new Cyberpunk game, Cyberpunk 2077 or something like that. Did he reprise himself as Johnny Mnemonic? <laughs> I don't think so, but I get the sense that Keanu Reeves is way into that kind of stuff. So he, he probably like called the developer, I want to be in your game. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, I, and again, you're right. It's a year and a half away, but just the more I've thought about it, he is in the zeitgeist. But when you have two franchises that he, he personally has to have a massive number in each one, 
yeah. it, it's hard not to. And in particular, we've discussed this, I think, off air more than on air. There's a lot of his movies that I think both you and I like. So, you know, it, it would be a lot of like 90s action movies also, which is like right in our so, wheelhouse. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, and like weird. So what's that? Like Terminal Velocity? Is that a movie he's in or Maximum no. Velocity? Something no, like that. he wasn't in that. He's in some movie like that, isn't it? Isn't the thing where like there was he, he one terminal this... terminal velocity, but I thought that was Charlie Sheen was in that. No, I, I'm getting the title mixed up. He's in some '90s movie where doesn't he like know the secrets of like nuclear fusion or something? Oh, uh, Chain Reaction. Chain Reaction. That's okay, what I'm trying to think. Terminal Velocity. Like no way. No, I just couldn't remember. the Chain title. Reaction with uh, him, Morgan Freeman. Yes, uh, I don't remember who else is in. I it. think there's gonna, there are a lot of movies like that, like Johnny Mnemonic, like obs- relatively obscure that have fallen 90s. by the wayside yeah, exactly. that we forgot about. Which would actually be fun. Like I, I what I, would for me too? I mean, I know there's one in particular that's outside of that genre. It's one of those movies I shouldn't like, but I do. Pacino. Oh, Devil's Advocate. I, I, I like Devil's Advocate. I love Devil's Advocate. Yeah, so that's the thing. is, I, the, like, the more I've thought about it, I'm like, you have what this podcast is supposed to be about. Because with The Matrix, and I mean, this is really off topic. We're not even done yeah, with we'll, we'll get back to the body counts in a second. But I mean, when you think about it, you have two massive franchises that are distinctly action franchises of particular decades too i mean the aughts are kind of the matrix right yeah i mean there's other stuff in there but th- those are certainly definitive and the the john wick is there anything else that's even close since 2010 to, to the john wick franchise and even still a lot of good one-off uh right. like you got speed and you've got uh, point break and right that's good one-off saying. action movies so the more uh, and i i was Brand stoker's dracula I, that's the one that you're you seem to be keep pushing that <laughs> i'm excited about that he's his accent is so terrible a blue inferno. I just remember him saying blue inferno. <laughs> blue inferno. The, I mean, I really, and I, I still, I don't want to, you know, completely cast the cast the die. I was really all about the rock, but man, the more that I thought about it, it's hard to pass I, on Keanu Reeves. I'm less into the idea of doing the rock. We're, we're, we're getting way out of ourselves. I mean, obviously, we're going to finish Stallone. Seems like we. Oh, absolutely, decided, absolutely. Despite the difficulty we no, had this no, season, no, no, we absolutely are, but. When you look at these numbers, and I just, you know, we're talking about what, what, what would the Michael Rooker look like? I mean, John Wick alone probably yeah. has a, a Yondo each of those movies. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I mean, think about that. That's a three-pack that I, I would guess he breaks the century mark. Maybe not the first one. Two and three, I think he breaks the century mark personally. Yeah, see, I haven't seen three yet. I need to go out and see it. But, right. Um, so you think he's about a little more. He's a little more methodical, though. Like, yes, he's killing a lot of people, but it's one by one by one. That's by true. One. He does not have a you know a giant airplane with a giant bridge to yes. get seventy in one throw, or but. an arrow that can move so quickly it can basically kill twenty guys before they fall. <laughs> so yeah, I, I come a little closer, right? Yeah, exactly. I. I I think those numbers might be less than you think. I mean, look at Rambo 2, which I would have thought was Stallone's personal number was going to be close to 100. I, and uh, it's not, because he's, he's not blowing a lot of people up. He's shooting everyone one by one, basically. And I think in my mind, The Matrix, he probably has more than, than in reality. Like in my head, I haven't seen those really in a long time. But I'm telling you, on the John Wick, I bet you, those, those combined, I bet you he's 275 or more. I, I I'd say probably closer to 150 than 275. You really, oh, you're saying total of the three movies? Yeah, the three movies. Oh, okay. The three movies. Him per sure. like Wick, yeah, that, that Wick himself 275 to 300. I think he has. Yeah, I could see that. But so, what what did Stallone have between the three Expendables movies and just whoa. himself? <laughs> Less than that, I think. Because we can move back to this top ten. Because Michael Rickards is currently our number one of 149, which is crazy. <clears throat> then Stallone is second with 109 in the Expendables two. Arnold is third in Commando, 99. 
Such a perfect number. Um, I wish it was a hundred. It would have been that would have been more perfect. I wanted that triple digits. Uh, Arnold is next in True Lies with sixty five. Number five is Rambo two Stallone. Number six is Arnold in Total Recall. Number seven is Arnold and Eraser. That's, that is a surprising. Yeah, one. it's actually very surprising. I, I don't know if that's going to get pushed off the total top ten by the end of this you know, when we're done with Stallone or not. Uh, probably because the. Three Rambo movies, that's enough to push it off the top ten, I suppose. All right, number eight currently is Stallone and the Expendables 3 with 31. And then there's a tie for ninth between Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Expendables 1 for Stallone, raw deal for Arnold. So total in the Expendables series, 109 plus 31 is 140. uh, And then 28, so 168. So yeah, John Wick is going to beat that as far as like a trilogy. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I don't know about Rambo. I mean, we'll, we'll see. Well, tr- you're saying trilogy. I don't know if you add up all the Rambo movies, if Wick will have more, but definitely the, the uh, Expendables, Wick will have more. I'm having a real hard time not spoiling future Rambo movies, but Rambo might have 275 and Rambo 4 alone. <laughs> Rambo 4 is nuts. Rambo 4 is nuts. <laughs> 275 is probably a lot. He's got minimum 150, I would say. Rambo so what you're saying is that him and John Wick, Rambo might win. Uh, they have two different skill sets, I would say. You know, because one is never going to use a bow and arrow; the other uses it exclusively. Yeah, well, he uses a bunch of other stuff. I mean, if, if he only used a bow and arrow, he wouldn't have 150. That's I, true. Um, you know, he, he uses all sorts of things. Rambo does, but uh, anyway, those are our top tens. Uh, I'm sure stuff's going to get pushed off but it, we we can disqualify michael, michael rooker for now if you want to take him off no it just so happened we watched a movie where he killed 150 people basically so i, I would put that one on there especially because what's going to wind up filling out unless we amend this somehow is you know you're going to have like three rambos you know uh commando com- it's going to be commando expendables and rambo if you know so let's have somebody else on there at least sure. to liven it up i mean that would make sense but you're right just for variety's sake uh, all right, so that's uh, the episode, I would say. Yeah. So uh, so that's the season, and now uh, we're going to go into some, uh, I don't know how many ideas we have, but we're going to do some bonus episodes, and we got the first one up here. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be going into our off-season, so just like last time, you know, episodes will be going up more infrequently, not necessarily every two weeks. We're going to shoot for every four weeks like we did last time, just, you know, just take a little bit of a break. And, uh, yeah, sh- should we announce our first bonus episode? Yeah, no, I think we should. We, we've got that planned out. We, did, we don't have necessarily the next one. No. Uh, but we at least have the first one up. Yeah. And it was your idea, so you should take all the credit. <laughs> I did not know this existed. Okay. I mean, I only knew it existed because I ended up getting this as a recommendation on Amazon because of really? all the, the Stallone <laughs> movies that we've been <laughs> that watching. That is perfect. So I was like, oh, apparently this is a thing. The algorithm works. <laughs> take that escape plan, too. Uh, it works, but then I think, like... Shortly afterwards, they were taken off of Amazon. So I don't think you can watch this on Amazon currently. But Oh, bummer. Um, but for our next episode, which will go up in four weeks, I think is fair to say, we will be watching the very first episode of the Rambo Saturday morning cartoon, <laughs> Rambo, The Force of Freedom. I, I think the episode's called First Strike. Uh, episode one, First Strike. I believe you're right, and I am definitely looking forward to This was a great find, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we've already watched it. We're going to record that right now. You, you basically tipped your hand saying it was a great find. I mean, so well, No, I mean, even if I hadn't, just knowing that a like, Oh, just that it existed. Yes, right? an 80s cartoon that is along the lines of G.I. Joe, but with Rambo. How could I not be excited about that? Yeah, so that'll, and it'll, it'll be a fun 
conversation, I guarantee it. Without a doubt. <laughs> so, 100%. Tune in then, you know, even though episodes are going to go up more infrequently than before, you know, stay subscribed. Absolutely. Know, we'll be back with the following season, you know, three to six months. Give us some wiggle room there. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll try to put up an episode once a month, roughly. And if you like the show, please like us on your podcast app of choice and write us a favorable review. And certainly let us know what you think about us uh, on Twitter at Arms Race Podcast. Yeah, and if you like the show and you know someone who might like the show, tell that person about the show. All right, we'll be back with Rambo and the Force of Freedom. I made a lot of dues and plenty to do.